one. <laughs> Our broadcast day. This is service B base. Well, that's more like a radio guy. Oh, the old room. Guys... He is calling his girlfriend, okay? Uh huh. Who is really nice. Uh, and she's helpful and great. Now, he's not supposed to have any help, but none of them follow the rules. No, so well, this is seems like very arbitrary. Well, she's going to be a player in the whole thing. Whoa, look at this. Whoa, look at her go. Who can turn the world on with her <laughs> smile? Oh, no, is she driving? This is 1965. Okay, the car so, trying to pass her. Right. Her comedic joke throughout the whole movie is she just fucking obliviously has crashes and threatens lives. And, you know, she's a nuisance. She barks at the wrong places. Jesus, talk about nostalgia. I can't even think of a good woman's driver joke. Look at that. Jesus Christ. No, I'm being American now. Right. Jiminy Cricket. Okay, listen. One of the things on the list is an English rose. Now, it's called the, like, their royalty snooty name. So they think it's a person. So he's there to look up. Yeah, um, he's looking. (laughs) The skirt of... No, to look up the name of this royal person. He's at the library. Yeah, he's at the library. Now, this is the mom he stole the pants from. He doesn't know it. Really? Yeah. This is a small town. But the fucking kid knows it. Hello, I'm an innocent dummy American. Yes, well, I am pumped. Hey, I'm looking for a book. I think he fits this picture fine. I don't know why the director needs to shit on this guy. He's not He's not trying to hitch a star off this movie. Maybe right. it's a movie's fault it didn't launch his fucking career. Yeah, yeah. You know, because people continue to act. You know, he doesn't have to... You know, he doesn't have to... You, you got a bunch of, like, this, the all-star cast, and they put an unknown in there? Big deal. Yeah, they were just really pissed big. that it was American, you know, that they were trying to go for an American audience, pander to an American audience. You know, this is really quite funny, his condescension, if you ever get to see this movie without us. Sure. So now the mom's, you know, she goes, take off those pants. What? And he goes, I have that effect on women. I just can't explain it. <laughs> American. Those are my husband's clothes. This is what a coincidence. Ooh, so now, see, I can't do that. I can't jump into a car like that. Well, you're not, I mean, we're not 20, maybe he's 31. He can do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're getting like, what is oh, that? Oh, no, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I'm old. Crazy. I just don't want to be in a car with a woman driving. <laughs> Goodness, Michael, I'm shocked. Look, look, look at her. She can't out. drive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, it's fake in a movie. It's a comedic point, and it's an of an age in which they weren't sensitive to stereotypes. So shame on them, and let's enjoy. Well, get a Rolls Royce. Oh, so they're going to steal the hood of the Rolls Royce at the dealership? Well, yeah. You see, the guy who's trying to buy here, he's uh, – where is he? 
Ah, there he is. His name is Lee Montague. You might have seen him in Space 1999. Nope. Uh, he was that in that miniseries called Holocaust in 78. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was like – it was Roots and then it was Holocaust. Yeah, he's Staff Sergeant Mansfield. And so his comedic thing throughout is he's going to get everything he needs. He's going to buy it, but he's going to use Army requisition for it. You know, that's like a – you can invoice the Army. Oh, so he's so, buying the hood ornament. He should just buy everything else, right? Call it a day. Go, that's Amazon. what he will do. That will be his key. He goes, I don't think that's quite right, Guild, sir. That's better than money, I tell you. He just cheats. He just buys his way. Well, I don't know. He is the uh, staff sergeant. Okay? Right. So it is in his power to, like, no administration, which means like expense reports and shit. There's, and there's a sense of urgency. Do they have to complete this? The well, yeah, two one? days, 48 hours. Huh. Oh, I like this arboreum. Well, this is where they're going to find that snooty named. We'll get some like I'm shocked nun jokes, you know. Yeah, well, I'm going to pass. I want none of that. <laughs> We've said that joke too much. I, what? None more. None, none more. Both the raven. We none said that. More. So we said uh, that joke. I think we said yeah. none of them. Lady McDonough. Lady McDonough. Lady Frances McDonough. That's what it was. I think. I, I think. I would hope it's a federal crime to steal plants from an arboreum. That the arboreum mm -hmm. should be like part of a federal. Protected. Yeah. There ought to be a law, don't you think? There is, Mike. Of course, you can't do what he just did. You're no, it wasn't. Look, someone took it from before us. Yeah. Hello. We're going to pretend it lie and stuff. We're Americans. Can you explain what these things are? They're oh, she's, flowers. He's so English, but he's oh, American. Yeah, yeah, she's so English. He's, Goodness, it's so hot in here. I'll have to take off all of my clothes. The nuns go, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Arboreums do get, it does get hot in Arboreum. You know, a lot of yeah. it's natural lighting. It was built, you know, in the 1800s or something before electricity. For more information about the Arboreum, <laughs> Visit the Arboreum Welcome Library. to Colonial Williamsburg. <laughs> Hello. This, this oh. is our Arboreum. I didn't see you come in. I'm churning butter, which was common at the time. <laughs> I mean, it's common in my time is what I meant to say. I need this job. You know, in Colonial Williamsburg, I am the butter churner. But I'm on my break. I'm Mike, and I'm on my phone. <laughs> Okay, so God. she's doing the – she wants the rose. So she's doing this ruse. This is all in the service of her American boyfriend, by the way. i got to bring that up to the end of the film, okay? Okay, so she's doing it for her love of her life. So they're going to they're gonna win the prize and go off together. I got you. So he, he has, like, run up to him going, Oh, Leo, it's wonderful to see you, Leo, and kiss, 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 kiss. Then he goes, Madam, please contain yourself. He goes, oh, it's me. It's my eyes. You're not him at all, are you? 
like, what can I ever do to make it up to you? Let me give you a ride into London. That's quite right of you. Here we what go. is Laurie? What's your story, Morning Glory? Uh, Laurie? You know, it rolls through with that white. They, mu they must have, the swipes, these swipes are so obnoxious. Not since oh, Star okay. Wars have been so self-conscious. There's like jagged swipes and there's like a, uh, we hate Caddyshack. Terrible movie. <laughs> Why is he busted? He just escaped. Okay. What, the, he, what did he escape from? He was within one mile. That's of... ridiculous. Yeah, but the MP doesn't know that. That's bullshit. So they, yes, the MP does know that. So they they put him back into the maze. Yeah, oh, this guy will never leave. Right, and that's going to be his whole joke. So here's Denim. So he's rich, right? So he's got right. So brother. he's right. He's gone yeah. back to his hotel, or he's either getting a hotel, or this is a place he resides at often. Darling, how are you? Look what? at that little dog. <laughs> little dog. He hugs him while holding me a little dog around him. So cute. How much do you think that little dog would be? That's a pretty pretty high-end dog, right? <laughs> a pure breed. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Probably yeah. like, I don't know, today, maybe $4,000. Damn. If you, with all his shots and his papers and everything. <laughs> do you like my hair? I do. I say I do. Okay, basically now, what 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 Elliot Denham is doing is he's having everyone around him go fetch him things, right? Oh, so he he great, yeah, of course. So he's because like, he go bring me the hood ornament of the Rolls Royce of your father's Rolls Royce, and she's like. Oh, but I'm starving. Can't we eat first? This will only take you but 30 minutes. Uh, but <laughs> an hour past. Or something. I love it. I have some things for you to arrange. You can count on me, sir. Go get these ducks. <laughs> all right, all right. So it's the flower is the Lady Macbeth. It is yeah. the uh, the duck. Right. Yeah, that's what, uh, like a decoy duck. Right, it's the uh, Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce, and it's, then check this one out. It's an electric hare, a rabbit from a greyhound race. Oh, cool! Yeah, it is the lock of hair and the autograph of a French pop singer, and then it's another item they don't know yet. Well, you know, the director wasn't allowed at the racetrack because uh, they were nervous he was he was a born winner. <laughs> That's right. You you cannot your your money's no good here, sir. Yeah, I think I said that backwards. Can I help you? Yes, I'm Mr. Winner. Well, aren't you cocky? Well, the house will not honor your request, sir. <laughs> now, please allow the next patron. Please step aside for paying customer. You know, I prefer director director Michael Loser. More to my heart. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You know, I I don't use high definition film. Like all my friends insist on it. I think it's you know they're they're so like fucking stoned and fucked up. You know everything's out of focus. I work uh -huh. with definition film now. Love it. Took me a second. I will not work with high definition film. Don't even get me started on tweaking definition. 
Oh yeah, I got you. Yeah, the, oh, the, the worst is way too high definition films because <laughs> right. you, they're not focused and uh, you, they lose the plot and like they switch stories. It's just you know. Naked I got you. Uh-oh, okay, Scotsman's washing. She has lured him into, like, her relative's apartment in the city. She's got him to take a shower, and now she's nicking. She's nicking. She's stealing the rose. Now we'll get some, oh, we didn't get, like, a bad driving joke. She's driven away with it. These are the the relatives who are arriving home i was gonna say like they just left this literally this guy is hanging they left this guy hanging see he's hanging right now his balls (laughs) now look you see those ducks yeah i don't know somehow those aren't the ducks that the rest of the people go for but they're english ducks they're traditional they're ceramic those look like bathroom tiles i'll show you what i mean later i love it they go in there's the scotsman showering in their house so if it's common then that's the easiest item in the scavenger hunt yeah what he's saying right now is i've got me me squatters rights (laughs) no he's not he's embarrassed and he's mad at uh the girlfriend right annabella annabelle nash annabelle annabelle nash anna nash (laughs) a nash no no Look, she was only in that Bond spoof, that Casino Royale, and yeah. Let's not talk about let's not talk about that movie. Yeah, why? I got other ones in that movie. All right. No, go ahead. I want to hear the other ones. Why? We're not talking about it. It's a really hard movie to sit through. Yeah, I know. I I never finished it. I don't know. I have no memory of it anymore because I finished it. I said, listen, I've I've been watching this half ass for twenty five years. I'm just going to watch it all the way through. And I went, what a waste of my life. <laughs> like, I did it, right? It has a good theme song, at least. It was multiple directors directing Casino Royale. It's a parody yeah. of James Bond. With different people, of course, Woody Allen playing Jimmy Bond, his cousin. I don't, See, I remember... I tell you, I've seen that film, uh, but I must have quit on it because I don't have. Yeah, no, I it's know tough. he was in it. Well, it was also Orson Welles and John Huston. It was like every like top sixties kind of jokey. It was the uh, "You Must Be Joking" of its time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was two I'm, years later. I must have just dismissed it, uh, even though I might have seen it. I don't know. That's how bad it sucked, I guess. It's really hard. And when they actually did the Daniel Craig version, I was like, took me I said, I'm not going to watch it. And then when I saw <laughs> it, <laughs> I was relieved, you know. Okay, so he's got this ploy that he's with the, uh, uh, what was that Kennedy organization where he, the kids would go uh, help? Peace Corps. The Peace Corps. He's got this scam going where he's in the Peace Corps and he's collecting stuff. And, you know, even these ducks, because they sell them for money. Anyway, he luckily opened up the door on a sexy one. Right. Like, why don't you come inside? Mm-hmm. You know, like. She's very sexy. Cleavage out. Yeah. So she's got a lower class accent like that. But she's got the ducks on her wall. That's what he's here for. 
You see him? Yeah, I see it. Nice view. Yeah. First time I ever saw him, I was quacking up. So he saw the married, uh, as he's married. Yes, just now. <laughs> Amazing. I love that dress. Lingerie? Dress. It's corset. Your work must be very interesting, eh? He's core. I innocently popped over to take you to lunch. <laughs> oh, is it like, oh, not again, dear? Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, really? Oh. You've seen this movie and this scene. I did, but you know what? This movie didn't offer closed captioning, so I was at, I lost the sea half the time. I'm talking to the bird, Gavnak. All right, yeah, oh, you you routed me. Wait. I saw this movie. Yeah. Love it, like no expense spared. We'll go to your friends with flat and shoot the scene, and we'll just smash all these. Yeah, that's right. You. Oh, this is where you leave. He's like a bland Dick Clark. Yeah, he doesn't. Have, I guess how else is he supposed to respond? Oh, come on. <laughs> you know what? Do you think he's Luke or Owen or Andrew uh, Wilson? Um, he's the one in church ball. Andrew. So he's an Andrew Wilson. He's got no spark. He's got I, no. I would say he's Luke. Maybe Luke uh, just phoning it in. There it the is. That's all he wanted. The weakest one. Look, he's got one of them. Now, yeah. look, somehow he's got a neck. Probably just because right. he read it in the script. Where did he get the net from? Maybe when he was coming out of the lake. Right. I don't remember him walking in with a net. Right. The um, I guess it was in his stack, but the uh, the fishermen would be the place to get him to have that net, net but they didn't do that. I keep a net with me. Oh, look at that. Another obnoxious swipe. That was a... Vertical well, they're trying to be goofy. They're trying to be okay. Here we have our ongoing joke. So the one joke. Yeah, and they're like, "Goodness, Craig, how you do keep at it? Please sit. It's not often I can speak with the ranks, so to say." So he goes like, "Tell me, do you think the army's everything we promise in the adverts?" <laughs> All it's cracked up to me. Because, yes, sir, for the opportunity, sir. Like, like this one right now. And then they arrest him. <laughs> Keep it up, chap. I'm rooting for you. Oh, here they come. Damn it. I, uh, oh, yeah. Did hey. you see me and my fair lady? Hasn't happened yet, but stay tuned. <laughs> I validated my parking, guys. It seems a little drastic. Isn't he dressed like the valet? <laughs> oh, he yeah, right. I, okay, so, so he's... here we are down at the Greyhound track, and our staff sergeant is once again doing a requisition for him and buying a rabbit. Strange request. Yeah, he's making up like, it's General Gustus Wolf's desire to get 
for his, you know, who won a million at the Belmont Stakes. It's a present, it is. How many mechanical hairs are there in the world? Uh, well, okay, they've, they've got them in stock like 10, 20. I mean, it's a racetrack. It's, it's a spare part. Right. Well, I understand they have like two of them, and next thing you know, they have four hair bunnies. No, no, no. They, they have eight. No, these are and then there's like six seeds. They're not trouble with the tribbles. These, these, these aren't the fucking bunnies. These are the mechanical bunnies. There. Hey, look! It's it's nineteen year old Mike Spiegelman. Well, I wasn't I wasn't trying to steal the the Rolls Royce thing. <laughs> right. I go, yeah, he goes, uh, I thought it was loose, and the guy goes, "Not on today's Rolls Royce. The older models, perhaps, but blokes used to nick them." Look, it's so BC boys. That must have been shot in reverse or something. Uh, yeah, I think yes. Okay, here we have a Rolls Royce, and it's but an the, older one, just what they need. They're going to steal it. Right. Oh, it looks but like it, a rock band. The, right. The, the cavemen. It's the cavemen. That's right. They're the Beatles. But they, they are, I the don't, I'm not a fan of their outfit. You see the hat? And they're wearing oh, pants. Oh, right. A true caveman would not be wearing pants. But, okay. you know, when you're shopping in London, it's best to wear pants. What, wearing pants is so easy a caveman could do it. Now, was that funny that the moving... Uh, I don't know. We've seen this movie before when it comes to stuff like this, right? Yeah, I, I mean, like, I appreciate the effort, and it is the cinema, and I want to see stuff, you know? So I'm always excited when they smash into something. But I don't think it's funny funny. I mean, it's amusing. Right. It's not no, dramatic it's like action. eye candy. It's not really funny funny at all. It's to keep you watching and engaged. A guy right. trips. He slips. He got. He gets punched. Now he's in the car. You know. Oh, look, here's the fan. I love the... you, caveman Ringo. I love you, caveman George. So everyone wants a selfie, mostly with caveman George. Okay. Really? So, right. Oh, and a, that's yeah. why they got mobbed and they got away with it. Hey, hey, we're the caveman. <laughs> we're missing a Rolls Royce. Oh wow, the water's spilling out of it. It's real damaged. <laughs> No, but they're too busy driving <laughs> to notice their cars breaking down. In a turnabout. They were just trying to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. My money's on Swan Pottle. You're the dumb general. You're already betting. You're so addicted. You don't even know the odds. You, you're not familiar with the culture. Come on, Swan. Listen, I got my 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 uh my son's bought me some money right here. Bought me some money right here. <laughs> All right. He needs a new pair of shoes. Oh, so he snuck on. He's gonna steal the hair this way. Yeah, he's gonna steal the real one from the track. He's gonna unfucking screw <laughs> it and pull it out, and his will have the mechanical part dangling like a stick. There, there he, he is. goes. That's one of my favorite Bugs Bunny when he falls in love with the electric hair. He just chases him around, you know. Why won't you talk to me? <laughs> he kisses her like, like it's electrocuted. Like, wowza. <laughs> That's right. I forgot all about that. Yeah. It's a metaphor of life, Carl. It's that Scottish bloke. He's got my rabbit down there. 
Oh yeah, look, they're all they're all there. There's those bowler hats. Yeah, they the mean, bowler. I have a position here. I work here for a, you know what I mean? Like it's a uniform. But you know what? I'm gonna forget this joke. I did see this movie. There was a moment where Terry Thompson, uh, the police come, and then the, the guys with the bowler caps come, and he goes, "Oh, great! Now you yeah. bowler cap guys are here." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. It's really the um, <laughs> my fair lady guy who said this. Oh, it was my fair lady. I just yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so be... he has followed. He learns that someone robbed it, so they had to get a new one. So he followed them to the storage room. He made a wedge in the door. Now he can slip in and steal a rabbit. Right. There he is. Somebody's coming. Why, it's the Scotsman. What are you doing there? You're not going to believe this, but someone's nicked the rabbit. Say what? Some bloke. It was hair today. <laughs> Can't be too careful. He's gonna lock him inside. No, uh, but you could see that movie too. You if know, it would uh, serve their script, they would do it. Oh right, of course, yeah. Ba da da da. It's a mad, 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 <laughs> mad world. <laughs> we uh, we've seen a lot of like race movies. Last week was a walking race movie. Uh, yeah, and, and we saw my old man. Yeah, my old man was a horse racing, and uh, Cannibal Run. I guess that's another like. Yeah, that counts yeah. certainly as a race. Are my are we out of examples? Oh no, we have a bunch of more. I guess that's entertaining too. Here's your rabbit, sir. Oh, jolly good. Oh, so he's winning. Yeah, well, he's up to par with everyone Is else. It, how is it going with those ducks? I'm terribly sorry, sir. That is a bit of a problem. You see, they're not manufactured anymore. Golf with the right price, you can... <laughs> so now he's, like, calling up somebody he knows, like, who, like... He would make it out of clay and then eat it in the oven at the hotel. Uh, He's making a golem? No, it's it's those ducks. Oh, <laughs> I got you. You know what a but golem I don't is, right? This. Yeah, I know what a golem is. It's a monster. A Jewish monster, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I Mike, he's just a monster. I don't I don't look at I don't discriminate. Don't I take fucking credit for this one. one. This was a Jewish monster. No such thing. No oh, such now thing. it's a holiday monster. Fuck you. <laughs> That'd be great in reverse, right? Yeah. Holiday monster. <laughs> oh, may I be the uh, fourth person uh, this year to wish you a Merry Christmas? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, I'm trying to a Christmas song. How does it go? Christmas, 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 Christmas. <laughs> Christmas, 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 Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Well, I think now that, oh, look at that, that the curtain rises twice. Uh, I, 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 so he hears a knock. This is funny. It's like knock, knock, knock. He's got a Why don't you listen? Why don't you listen? Put on your right, I'll put it on Oh, it's the mole. Listen to the way he talks to him. 
This is the greatest thing about this movie is their accents. It's jolly good show, my man. You're really at it, aren't you? Oh, they're just waiting outside. We're all pulling for you. There always has to be one guy who just doesn't do much right. of the same thing over and over, and then at the end he gets it. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. They're putting him back in the middle of the maze right now. And go. And he'll start digging again. Okay, so here's our American with a rabbit. He just chased fierce dogs. Yes, artisanal dogs. I saw the sign. Here are ducks being made out of clay for the aristocracy. This the pompous has. Well, to be oh right, so he doesn't even like. He has to make his own art homemade ones. Well, that's his plan, but that won't be used in the end. Oh no! Wait. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Uh, yes, he's making his own because he can't find them and he can afford it. He's paying like three grand for custom. But isn't that the joke that if those things are considered like a lower class uh, ornament that it's in every house, like a lower class house? Okay, look. That the see that? That's the ducks that he needed. They were able to go out. See what I mean? She's making them for nothing. It, it doesn't make sense. In the oh, I... Huh. It, she was his plan B. Did we really need that little detour? So she's not, she really doesn't give a duck in this movie. <laughs> oh, duck her. At least that's what Winner said. Okay, yeah, this right. guy was in This guy was in Jagger's uh, performance. Remember we saw performance? Was it? Oh, this guy in the phone? Yeah, I recognize him. I don't he recognize was, the phone. He was one of the bad guys who yeah. were coming to pick up. He saw them all fucked up in the foyer. Good to see you again, bloke. <laughs> he was good at performing. Oh, look, there's a record store. Was this like a pop shop? <clears throat> no, it's the headquarters of a lot of pop stars. What these people are doing are fake autographs and stuff. Like that, you know. Oh, and like there's hair and like they're pretending that every rock star in the world is the fame of the Beatles. Okay, so the whole world is asking for photos. You know what I mean? Uh, Autograph. Dear caveman, can you send me a lock of your hair? Right. And it goes to like one central uh, processing. So and like, right. Pull the hair from the wall. Right. So he's just looking for someone to give her a signature of Sylvia already. So one of the things on the list is a lock of hair and, a, and an autograph of Sylvia, the French pop star. Uh, Sylvia Who, Tarnett. Yeah, now this is a real pop star, right? No. No, okay. <clears throat> but the actress who played her passed away the year later. Um, I Her name was... Patricia Viterbo, and I didn't look her up. I, she's, you'll see, she's very bland. She didn't do right. anything but say, I'm here. There she is. I brought my fame. Don't have a little dog with me. Well, so I, I read a bunch of user reviews just to see what the hell I was watching. And uh, someone said that she died a year later. Uh-huh. The actress. I guess so. I missed her. I miss her too. It's been like, you know, almost 50 years. Year, yeah. She was, uh, she was bland. She was bland. I'm not going to lie. This isn't her funeral. 
the all part of being British is the flower, it's the uh, ornaments, it's right. the uh, status well, symbol, right. and it's the local pop star. Who, uh, and and the rabbit, you know, from yeah. everyone bets at the track in England. Right, park life, all the people, so many people, all go hand in hand, hand in hand, hand park in life. Hand. Oh. I was thinking Blur, Park Life. Park Life. <laughs> yeah, then you go down to the racetrack. A Park Life. <laughs> Come on, Carl. That was only 20 years ago, 30 years right, ago. Right, right. Yeah. Park it. Here she is being bland. I am bland. I've got an accent. I'm bland. I'm bland. I wish I had told you in the beginning of the film to put on the music because I heard Auntie Griselda. It goes like, we're a crazy song for a movie. And then it goes, I know she's having a fit. She doesn't like me a bit. And then it goes back to, I'm a movie theme. You should hear it. It's Auntie Griselda right in the middle of their song. That's so funny. Yeah. I wonder if they shot it black and white in the TV show, too. I, I, I. It's, uh, it was, by the way, it was, um, uh, instrumental only. There was no singing, so you could really sing Griselda, Auntie Griselda, along to it. Right. Oh, that's cool. I'll have to check it out next time I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> what do so, you mean? Uh, oh, so, uh, showgirls. Now we're on a TV set, and <clears throat> for some reason, the scavenger hunt focus of the movie is now turned to uh, getting the autograph and lock of hair. Wow. This happened, and they're all doing this sequentially, so they all approach at the same time. Yeah, that's the thing. They're not supposed to. They don't have to. No, they just have two days to find all these people. Right. What I mean is, like, they could have, you know, one would be getting a Rolls Royce thing, as another one is trying to get an autograph. Like, they pair up two or three of them at a time to compete. Right. I could see them all approaching the same live broadcast to, to meet up with the pop star. Right, right. Yeah. No, you don't understand, my good man. I have an appointment during her. He's calling her him a foreigner. Like, for instance, I mean, he's Scottish, and it's really insulting to go, what is that crazy accent you have? You're a foreigner. It's an... Okay, never mind. <laughs> They're all doing the same thing here. Oh, right. This is my excuse that I can go into the TV filming. At least the American brought flowers. That's a classy. Uh... <laughs> and she was like, oh, she can't be near those. Like, very allergic, you know, getting all pollinated. Oh, I didn't know. I guess I didn't miss that detail. Oh, a Lynn Harris production. Lynn Harris. Treats a uh, San Francisco, Lynn Harris production. Lynn Harris, I knew a Lynn Harris. You, she did she do a, a show book? in 1965? No. <laughs> Best of the Caveman? Caveman nope. Mania? No, no, no. Cavemania. He was not alive. Oh, the Caveman. Oh, no, it's a different pop star. Yeah, that's right. Look, we're get... hugging. Just keep hugging each other. 
Ooh, there's a hey, say, aren't you that uh, conceited, easy, indelible star? Yeah, let me sign an autograph. So these are cameos, right? This guy, I, I would be like, holy shit. Okay, the answer is yes. If you know English TV, you'd know this guy. That's why, like, my research comes up short. Like, yeah. he was on Drawing Point Hour. Right, yeah, no, I hear you. Meet the Skittles for three seasons. He played Wackadoo. It's just like it doesn't make any – okay, so look, he lures him into the closet. It's kind of convenient. You know, we're, we've seen this movie. Disrespects his autograph. Right. Well, he's not the pop star. So he comes in and he goes, where's pop star? And he goes, I'm his understudy. What? He was – you know, he, had, he got sick at the bar. And he asked me to come over and do the dancing. Wow. Hullabaloo would never do that. They would just cancel the live broadcast. Now, the thing is, I'm not sure. I think the joke is he doesn't really know how to dance, so he just makes it up. I think that's the joke. Right. So he's just supposed to do the new dance, or he's going to sing? He's going to dance. What's this? I'll not have me, me talent dancing <laughs> with some ruffian off the street. Oh, give him a chance. No, wait, she's a French person. Do give him a chance. I can't do it. Bonjour, monsieur. I yeah. think he deserves a chance, no? A opportunity. <clears throat> he looks uh, like a frame conductor to me. I know, right? Well, maybe he's a Maytag repairman and comes to TV and comes down. Right. This is closed circuit TV. That explains why it's so clean. And well, another uh, movie. We're in a movie movie where it's a really clean image that just pops right up. Movie. Okay. <laughs> is the joke that he's just making it up? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. It's not hilarious. Well, is he going to go up and like pull her hair at the end? <laughs> You don't no. think this is funny? Uh, yeah, it's not not funny. Yeah. So yeah, is... his competitors, of course, recognize that it's him. And they're like, fuck this. So watch what Scotsman does. For Scotland! And he's like, ha <laughs> Nice. That was for that studio. It was a cheap production. They must have just shot in their own production studio. Started it. I guess, yes. This is guy's this funny. Funniest? I think so. He has to keep going. That's the joke. It's all framed as a normal show. They can't even tell. It's improv uh, chor choreography. Chor choreograph. Yeah, it's improv It's improv that was That was the famous Singing in the Rain movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was probably like pretty recent. I don't know. So now in a very genuine way that is respectful to everyone's rights that's concerned. Right, go he on. He gets sweet on the girl. Oh, on the pop star? Yeah. So an hour into this movie, two-thirds of the film, now, the he thing finds is another girl. He's got his nice girlfriend. So what's going on here? But yes, 
He and he's look, it's genuine, it's heartfelt. He's not trying to bang her, okay? <laughs> he's just macking on her after a live production. No, like, macking means that oh, okay. you want to get some. Well, I wasn't talking about him. I was talking about the Scotsman. He's always uh-huh. macking. He's always macking. Yeah, he he was McDonald's, McDougal. Always macking. Oh, his name is. He's always macking. Uh, Sydney McGregor, Sergeant Major Sydney McGregor. You like lift him up with the armpits. Wow, this this was really breaking the fourth wall in this first two walls for. Wait, was that a joke because the wall broke? Yeah, I was going to say, most movies break the fourth wall, not this one. They broke the first and the second wall. <laughs> Whoa, look at that. More wacky cuts. Okay. Hi, I'm your girlfriend. I'm just yeah. here waiting. Well, let me explain myself. I had to get the autograph. Did you get the autograph? No, but I got her address. Right. I'm banging her. Hopefully. Now, he's going in here. To get the last item, you know, to get a letter in which he'll learn what the sixth item is. I mean, you know, at this point in the movie, when I watch this, I just get this over with. You know, there's always like when there's a Kevin uh, Hearn type movie or there's like, you must get the sixth item, it gets tedious. Even Scott Pilgrim versus the world, you know, it's like, I yeah. must defeat seven X's. I was relieved when two of them were in one fight. I was like, and that, yeah, check off too. Well, what this is meant to be is set up our third act. Like you don't know what the sixth one is, and they seem to have gotten all the others. You see, so it sets up. Okay, this is a men only men's only club, and it's as old as the hills. So they're freaking out. That yeah. woman must exit this fire. Men's only. Yeah. You can tell from their mem- uh, and it's also members only. Wait, something would work with men's only. Just for men. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, For for him. No, wait. Yeah, we'll have to do it. Okay, so there's an insurance company um, called Lloyd's of London. And they go back to the like 1400s or some crap. I don't know. Yeah. But. there was this British warship named the Lutane that was wrecked, and they had they insure all shipping. They really had to pay through the nose. So they got this bell from the wreckage, and they hung it in their offices. It's called the Lutine Bell, and it's it used to be rung whenever like there was a ship that was missing, and then they found it. It wasn't down. They would ring the bell, you know. So that's what's on the there it is right there. That's what's on the list. They have to steal the Lloyds of London bell, the Lucetine bell. Wow. Wait, so there's just one bell, right? Yeah. There's not four sets of bells. Uh, Well, okay, since you're pushing me, in truth, there is one. And there's also this replica, and, and that will get used as well. Okay. So uh, I have a question regarding Lloyds of London. Did Lloyd have a last name? Lloyd? No. If you lived in London, the population wasn't so big back then. If you lived in London, you knew Lloyd. Oh, yeah. Well, I always mixed him up with Lloyd from Liverpool. (laughs) 
when, of Liverpool. When London was population 75, you knew Lloyd from London. Oh, look, where did he get the phone from? He's just walking around with it? No, it's like, uh, that's like insurance office broker phone kind of thing. Oh, so, yeah, I see it's on the wall. Aristocracy's calling him up, <laughs> basically extorting him, saying like, Oh, great to see you, Jeff. Remember those two girls we banged behind certain people's backs last right. summer? Yeah, right. Bring me the Lloyds of London. Um, bring me the Lusitine Bells. All right. Oh, so this guy has to do it for him, and he's extorting him. Right. No, it's so aristocracy for him to just be, like, in his air control tower going, straight on, then, right away, chop, chop. Wow. So, yeah, so he looks up at the bell. I mean, he's really in a pickle. What's he going to do? Steal? No. Of course not. Oh, look, there's uh, people not from London who are from London. It's so popular that they have tours. The thing is, dumb as that sounds, that is really true in real life. Wait, what's going on? We're doing a Union Jack uh, swipe? Yeah, because we're going to the Army headquarters. Now, in this scene, basically, it's just like... It's like Mad Race. They're, They're recapping. No, he finds out that they, he asked for the Lusitine Bell as part of this army operation. If that's true, it's, it's grand theft larceny, you know? So the general's like, let's make no mistake. This is your project, your plan, your everything. If somebody's going down, it's you. I won't stake my neck out on. Can I give him a listen for a second? Because of these acting. What okay. I say, sir? Oh, yeah, no, Terry Thompson's a Oh, they caught him again. Oh, delightful. He, he's like, he has a really distinct voice, so even though it's very soft, so yeah. hopefully it picked up. Oh, we're almost getting there. So our Paul Moore, Mole Man never, never got anything yet. Who? Are the Mole, Mole Man? Man. No. Yeah, Mole Man. No, that's his whole shtick throughout. Oh, look, the bell swipe. Yeah, bell swipe. Isn't that creative? Okay. He's that's going to the replica. Replica. Well, he's that's no clever. Yeah. yeah, he's not gonna. No one's on the floor here. Now the mole was in Faulty Towers for one episode, but he was in one of the he was in some of the Carry On movies. Yeah, which we are fans of the Carry On movie. Uh, we watched the we watched the last one, right? Carry On Columbus, which was a uh, after twenty years they revived it in honor of the uh, uh, centennial, I guess. The quad the five tennial. Columbus's Discovery of America. Now, that was a really good film, I felt, you know? And one of the best parts of, I mean, it's stupid. You can't take it for real. But if you just forget all that and say, okay, just do stupid things for me, then there's that scene where they broke, he broke character, right? They were going to hang him. Uh Uh-huh. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, okay, I was going to share my treasure with all of you, but go ahead, hang me, I understand. 
That's all right. We would have just frittered away the money wastefully anyway. Go ahead and hang me. <laughs> do you remember that one? I do. I remember that, and I remember Rick, uh, two guys from the Young Ones in the beginning of the movie, Rick Merrill, and then uh, I... uh, Neil, but, right? So then they would go on to say, "Of course, we're not going to kill you, Captain, if you want to really share the treasure with us." But then at the end, remember the he reversed it. He, you don't remember that scene? I'm going to have to play it for yeah, you. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to watch it again. But I did watch a bunch of characters. Why? Carry on was like it started, in, I guess, around the the 60s or whatever, 50s. Black and white. Uh, it became a comedy series like Carry On Teacher, Carry On Nurse, yeah. and uh, and then it just got kind of sillier and broader and just you know it's a great movie series. It's the police academy, I guess, of the of the British film industry. Yeah, but they made mm-hmm. a lot more of them. I saw Carry On Cleo. It was Cleopatra and uh, Julius Caesar is on this throne. And he stands up and his little. T- he goes, oh, I've been sitting on my laurels. Oh, should I get that joke? Well, because he had, like, the tiara that they would wear. Right. It's, a, it's called a laurel. Oh, that you put in your hair? Your, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Sitting on his laurels? Yeah. Okay, so they both have showed up to steal the bell at the exact same time. So now they're having a back and forth kind of, you know, kissing contest. Right. So he goes, okay, we'll work together. You know, you've got the rope. Uh, you know, I've got whatever. He goes, and then once we have the bell together, we'll flip a coin. Whoever wins the toss can have the bell. That's ridiculous. Oh, that's a, that sounds nice and square of you, pal. I thought you'd like it. Let's get started on it straight away. This will take the alarm out. You American chaps know everything. Oh, is he wearing his kilt and he's going upstairs? Yes. Finally, I get to look up his kilt. Yeah. Uh, almost. So the slapstick of this movie are people falling. Watch. Saw... He cuts the rope just as you said that. Yeah. And those are pretty, pretty good uh, stunts. Why did he cut the rope? He's not going to get the. Because they're enemies. Yeah, but he's not going to get the bell by himself. Yeah, I know. That's perplexed me when I've watched it. Uh, Well, no, I watched it like two or three times, but I mean, like every now and again, you're watching it absentmindedly, like you're reading your phone or something, and you miss it. I don't know. Now we have the same exact situation. They're having a little pissing contest, and it's going to be like, okay, we'll work together. The same old thing. Right now he's accusing him of stealing government property. It's it's not funny stuff. Let me see if I can tell you anything about this. There was one dark thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, please tell me because we're in the third act, and I I want to get, you know. You want to go home. (laughs) I want to go home already. No, no, I I like this movie. What was the dark thing? Okay. Um. Okay. Well, I'll just start reading. Uh. Media. We already talked about this. Publishing a restaurant review for the Sunday Times. Founder of the Police Memorial Trust. 
Uh, it received good reviews, not popular at the box office. Hmm. But I had this juicy story. Where are you? Here it is. All right. Bust it out. Oscar-winning actor, I guess it's actress, Helen Mirren, lambasted director Michael Winner in a TV interview for allegedly treating her like a piece of meat during a casting session for this film in 64. Recalling the encounter, she said she was ordered her to turn around and flaunt her body for him. I was mortified and incredibly angry. I thought she was insulting and sexist. I don't think any actress should be treated like that. Like you know, I I, I want to pause you for a quick second because Helen Mirren went uh, viral like maybe a couple of weeks ago where they found an old interview where the, the reviewer was like just being a little sexist and she was just putting him in his place. Wow. So, you know, yeah, so she, she was, you know, she had to put up with a lot, but she never did. She won an, act, an Oscar. Um, okay, so you know what this asshole winner said, right? What? Winner defends his action, saying, I did indeed ask her to stand up. I don't remember asking her to turn around, but if I did, I was being serious. I can see it now. She's wearing a peasant blouse. Oh, my God. In photographs with enormous bosoms, which was sagging a bit, even though she was young. Helen Mirren, that's what he was saying about? Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the worst that could happen. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, I guess I remember it. She, she was wearing a peasant dress, and yes, she did show her ass. Boobs. I just wanted to see her ass, but she was a sister showing her sagging boobs. I don't oh, know. I, he's casting for a movie, right? Does he have to have a sexy person? Kind of does. You don't have to like have them parade like that. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Get off your goods. No, they're going to be on. Well, there would have been a film test, right? I don't know. Right, there would have been a film test, and they would have, you know, seen if she was able to get. Yeah, I mean, she's she's right, and she does call out that shit all the time. Right. And also, she's, you know, besides being, you know, she's she's gorgeous. Uh huh. Helen Mirren. I don't know her. I'm gonna have to Google her. Yeah, Google her. Google Helen Mirren, Caligula, 1980. Caligula. Yeah, she's topless in that. Victoria's scene. Helen Mirren. Wasn't she in James Bond? Didn't she play M? Have um, you never heard of Helen Mirren? You know her as old Helen Mirren. Okay. Uh, oh, Bond. You must remember the, the last Bond we talked about Casino Royale? Right, right. Yeah. Now, I know that the bad guy is your brother and your father was a villain and you have a house called Skyfall, but will you please keep things in order, Bond? <laughs> oh, I know her as an uh, actress of today. As M. She was like Pierce Bronson, I think she was M, like she was a holdover from the, mm-hmm. the previous Bond. Yep. She played the Queen. She was yeah. in Red. But I'm telling you, she, oh, Red, right. Well, yeah, her and Bruce Willis. That was kind of the joke. Like they would have a Helen Mirren and Bruce Willis moment. But uh, she, uh, but she, you know, it's decades of career and she did have like theatrical, she was big, you know. And, yeah. Uh, now watch, I, you got to see this because it starts a chain of events. But look, it's so dumb. He goes, oh, I'm tired. Whoops. Oh, I got to wipe my brow. Yeah. 
really badly written. You've seen this movie before. Here we'll have the choreographed. Yeah, they choreographed. Yeah, it's still moving. Whoa. Whoa. I had to drop it when I touched my feet. When I touched my feet. Yeah, that guy threw right in there. Get this out of here, mister. Actually, this is what I love about it. Like, Not only does it cause chaos, the, the foreman's like, I'm going to keep pushing it. What, what's the worst that could happen? Well, it did cause chaos when it rolled in. Yeah. Uh-oh. Someone in that dumpster just got a up-kilt. Up up no, up-kilt. Yeah. Oh, no, the bell has rolled out. Bell's and hells. Rolls into the table. Now you can't unring that. Oh, is, um, that the is that the Thames? That's the Thames River. Fat rat. It is. It's famous. It's very famous. The Thames River. Look, everyone's shaking their fists at him. Pat. Yeah, right. And roll them. Hey, and roll them. <laughs> what a big idea, eh? Hey, we're just your local fishmongers. We can't take this. Grumble. Grumble. And cut. I'm not even going to It's not. It's so not funny. <clears throat> So Island, there we go. this Michael Winner did the mechanic in '72. Now Which I know the great. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. No, no, the mechanic was a Charles Bronson movie, and it was later made into like two films with Jason Statham. He's he's a like a hitman who's so good. He's like the mechanic. I think it was Walter Matthau actually. Uh huh. But it's good. It's it's a solid movie. He's like he also made. Uh, Juan Tantan or Ron Tantan, the dog that's yeah, in Hollywood. Yeah, right, 76. Which I look every six weeks, I'll look in YouTube to see if it finally posted because it is like a good shitty film. But yeah, he was like making these like shitty Charles Bronson films for canon when I got, when I saw him. Mm -hmm. uh, he did revisionist westerns, Chateau's Land and Lawmen. He did the Centennial in 77. Which was like a scary. You know, you, you mentioned revisionist <laughs> westerns. The, the lead of this movie was in Kapaloo. Uh huh. That's right. Uh, yeah, which came out the same year. Right, and Columbia really thought he was gonna be the shit, Joe. Um, the role. Did you Wait, what happened? What happened to the upper crust? Like, did he get news that he lost? No. What? No. What are you talking about? Well, uh, Delmol collapsed. I was wondering why. Oh, why? No, he just ate a bad um, prawn or some crap. Bad. Oh. I don't know how he even survived in the end. <laughs> he had people do it for him. It's Jerry Lewis and the Evasive Bellboy. Trying to crawl up your window. So, yeah, he um, just got into a pop star's window. She's like, you're popping up everywhere, and I don't know. Did you just ruin my television appearance? <laughs> he doesn't... Uh, no, he actually he didn't ruin it, right? He danced like a monkey. Yeah, I guess. Everybody liked it. I think that was a funny scene, though. I mean, I, I like this guy. Whoa, Pac-Man swipe. Yeah. <laughs> so he's... The mole's underground going like, oh, it's the cave-in, and he's, like, freaking out. You know, he's being paranoid. 
Yeah, it's like in Caddyshack where they would cut to the gopher. They see all the boil bowler caps. Hey. Because they're the director's saying, you know, we're at Lords of London and they're, you know, somebody fucking stole our bell. What are we gonna do about this? You're gonna find it? Okay, we'll find it. All, all right. right. Well, I'm hope you know, how much was it insured for? It wasn't insured. We're the leading insurance in the world if we didn't insure our most valued treasure. That's the joke, Carl. Hello, home invader. How about some breakfast? It's a traditional English breakfast. You've seen this movie. No, I have seen this movie. <laughs> okay. I, I wanted to... I don't know. I thought it would be different. You must be. You know what? Another thing about YouTube, I looked, typed in, you must be joking. Yeah. And there, it, there was a South African candid camera prank show that <laughs> called, the theatrically released movie in 1987 called You Must Be Joking. And it's this guy, it's these two radio personalities from South Africa are uh, hosting these like pranks. And it winds up like the, it was like a former boxer who was in it. And they proceeded to keep making these prank movies for the next several decades. Uh, Interesting. You know, reflecting South uh, Africa and all stuff that, you know, I would, I would read it and I'm, I saw it and I was like, I looked up, I said, I want to see a user review. And, uh, oh, look, they found the bell. Well, the team has tides and the French girl knew that and said, you know, I have great news for you. Your bell can be recovered. Really? Wait, who's the French girl? The pop star? Yeah. Oh, and so the girlfriend sort of jilted in a way. Not needed it. Not I mean, he he was you know he what he didn't sleep at home last night. Really? What a creep! Oh, car phone, car phone, car, car phone. phone. I know. Car phone. That's the only way you could talk in your on the phone in a car back in the day. Was on a car phone. Yeah, a backseat car phone. The only way you could talk on a car phone in '69 was with was on a car phone. Car phone. <laughs> oh no! So he's going underwater. He thinks it's, but he doesn't actually go in the water. Just too late. Too little. Too late. Look, he's too clean to be in that dirty. Yeah. Oh, I, I would suffocate, or I would just quit at that point. Remember yeah. your trip through the... Okay, see her terrible driving, that'll be a... Oh, right, that's what... I was wondering what was going on. So now... Okay. Elliot Dellum has been picked up by an ambulance because he was sick, and now basically he's using them as a taxi. Okay. Oh, see get over so we're finally wrapping up the, the end of yeah. 48 hours now what's happening here is the staff sergeant is lying that he was requisitioning all those things for the general <clears throat> right but the truth is like he he was he thought he was saying about the things in the scavenger hunt but he's been requisitioning for years uh with illegal you know like Cans of uh, jelly beans and like he's been getting supplies and selling them on the on the army's dime. So he's blaming it on the governor. 
I mean on the um, general. Right. Oh, so the general's going to be in hot water. And right. what's in the bag? So he he doesn't have his own bell, right? The first time I thought that was a bell. Right. He doesn't have his own bell. There's only two bells. Now, look, this is Pink Panther guy. Yeah, We've that's seen, right. Yeah. We've seen him in other films, and I'm not telling you about Casino Royale. I'm not an asshole. He was in Casino Royale. He was in Superman 3. But, I mean, he was in The Return of the Pink Panther, Pink Panther Strikes Again, Revenge of the Pink Panther, right. Pool of the Pink Panther, Son of the Pink Panther, Curse right. of the Pink Panther. Wait, he was in Son of the Pink Panther? Was yeah. You know, HBO Max, just, they just pulled all of them. They had all the, the Pink Panthers, and I tried. His name's Graham Stark, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. He's a he's like a Charlie Sheen in Terminal Velocity. He has a skydiving uh, company, and he drinks. Yeah, they were uh, army buddies together when they were in the Suez Canal, and that was that Israel. Um, <clears throat> uh, well, I forget, but anyway, so they're old army buddies, and that's how, or military buddies, and that's why he's gonna. Take him up in the plane so he can parachute in for the final contest. They're all right now heading with their scavenger hunt stuff to the check. <laughs> Look, he's got the uh, – that's the old school. Like, here, here's your parachute. You need to fold it up. And... Right, right. All right, there it is. We're almost finished, Carl. I can see, the fa- I can right. see this movie almost Thank finished. Thank goodness. Well, that's been our show. It says Finn on the screen. Right. They well, actually, that's the border of Finland. It's almost over. It's Finnish. Yeah, it's close. It's a Finnish. It's getting there. Getting there. It's almost a Finn. Are we done, Dad? Well, it's it's a Finnish. Just <laughs> hang out for a second. Are we there, Fred's dad? Well, it's a Finnish. Okay. Now this isn't really believable. But all of a sudden, like, he loves him, okay? So she's, like, telling the guy from performance, I'm taking a two-week holiday. And oh, no. He's going an American. holiday, yeah. Wow, wait a minute. Hang on a second. What's up with this movie? He's kissing the wrong girl. Right. That's There's right. the girl, yeah. But there, we don't have any moral doesn't get any he gets mean looks oh that's the worst he gets yeah no he, it, it, the movie ends great for him well <laughs> this guy's about to jump so it's like you make a good living you only make money if you know in insurance if you die and he goes die forget it I'm not going and he goes sergeant I you know, you did so much for me. Um, this is the best they could do for you. He pushes him out of the plane. That's it. I'm done. This is the least I can do for you. <laughs> now, look, his chute deploys. But meanwhile, he's going, pull the chute, pull the chute. They made a mistake in the editing or they had to stick with bad, you know, Oh, look, they finally get the up tilt. Yeah, and he goes, that's quite refreshing, actually. Oh, it must be. Can you imagine? That's quite, oh, it'd be terrific. You know, it, it, if there was a shower on the plane, you could shower and then jump off and naturally dry. 
<laughs> yes, naturally. You could just now, drift dry. Air dry. He he um they are impressed with him parachuting in. Now they're gonna be impressed with the air aristocrat coming in on the ambulance. Oh, and then play everything. The, yeah. And then others arriving under arrest of the police. Right. For for buying all that shit. Yeah. Da 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 da. Thinking it's a mad, mad, mad. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Intermission. Come on, movie. I wrote the Mad World song. Mad, 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 mad. Here's a Christmas Carol. Here's a Mad, mad world song. Mad, 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 mad. No, you know, no. That's how the lyrics go. But there's four mads in the song, so sometimes I forget and I do like a. Oh, he made it to the finish line. Yeah. Oh, man. Somebody dropped. Now he tripped him. So somebody drops uh, their loot, and, and Mole Man gets it. Oh, so Mole Man's going to win. He's got the loot. Easy peasy. Okay, Unless... now. <clears throat> the movie ends in a very, very dissatisfying way, okay? Don't get ready for the American ending. Right now, what would happen is they oh, would, the American, yeah, they would race to the finish right in front of them, and then when the bad guy was going to win, we would get a tw another contest that would result in the good guy winning, and we have a winner. That's not what's going to happen. Oh, it's funny that the mole man gets all the items instead of going across to the finish line and goes straight up to Terry Thomas. I did it. <laughs> yep, that's right. But he doesn't win, does he? No. No, this is a, all as an American, I, I'm glad that the American won. I really like that. Well the American won, but then he resigned. So it's 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 uh What? They all went into his dug hole, his He must have hurt as an actor to fall through the hole. Yes. Yeah. Fucking winter doesn't help. Uh, don't forget my I'm a bad driver, remember? Oh, she's going to save her boyfriend. Yeah. If she sees him with the pop star, now he knows she's on the list. So she's like, here, you better take these. You know, he, he hasn't called her in days. Right. He's an asshole. Yeah. Uh-oh, things are falling apart. Here's your bullshit, sir. Even the <laughs> bell. And it's the real bell, not some fucking replica. Congratulate! Oh, what's this? What's That's that? Resignation papers. What? You can't resonate your paper. You're fired. Paper. <laughs> I I'm switching girlfriends and I'm going on holiday. That's what they call it here. Right uh, on holiday. To some place and then Nice, right? Oh, I heard it's really nice over there. Yeah. Well, my I have some family over there. My my niece lives in Nice. Okay, so now they're arresting him for years of get you know getting using the army's money to right. buy goods. I always told him it will catch up to him. I don't do it. I says to him. So he's getting himself a... off the hook and blaming the general. <clears throat> what about the bowler caps? I thought they were all Floyd's. I guess there are other people. 
They were um, the boiler boiler bowler caps were he was the secretary of uh, the state or the interior, something like that. He was from the government. So nobody really wins. That's right. Now the general's going to shift the bell back, but he's arrested for stealing the bell. Did you say what, sir? Oh, no. Oh, so this whole thing implodes. I think that's a, how Rat yeah. Race ended, too. They, they busted John There's Cleese. no winner, and nobody gets a satisfied... The guy who gets a satisfied ending is the jerk. Right. Oh, there he is with his girlfriend. Okay. Look at him. We should play the volume on this. Yeah. I have a feeling what's going on. Look, I can't believe it. He just waved goodbye to her. Yeah. And now we have the most unsatisfying ending of all. <laughs> they're just, they're all alone, the two delusional idiots. Oh, that's funny. And then, like, if the director should have ended it right here, but no, the, uh, the mole man has literally existential compart, criticizes the army. Of the military. So then he like makes him snap too and march. I don't know, it's dumb. Well, you know, he should have that that outburst. This is a comedy movie. Uh, we got all these unsatisfied this is totally unexpected. It doesn't wrap up a theme of the film at all. Right. What was the fucking theme of the film? Like they didn't have one like if you work together, you succeed. Something like that. They didn't do that. I think the theme was scavenger help uh, hunt. Uh, help us remember Tammy and uh, excited for her wedding. And it was a good way to celebrate her bachelorette party. <laughs> oh, there he is marching off. I this looks. Oh, there it is. The Finn. Yeah, El Finn. For Finn. Shot on location in England by American Films of London, England. Oh, How ladies and gentlemen, and there's the American Broad uh, Columbia Pictures. Well, Carl, that has been, you must be joking, 1965. What would you think of the movie? At times, I enjoyed it. At times, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty dull. I mean, like, the, yeah. I, it had a lot of power to it, a lot of horsepower, a lot of good performances, but it really did feel like uh, nothing was happening and... Uh, there was no, I don't know, like at least rat race, they had to go from A to B, you know, the race. Yeah, this wasn't done in, I don't know, the order of it was chaotic and scattered, like, okay, never mind the pursuit of that thing, we're moving on to this thing. Right, we're yeah, yeah. At the same time. We're all at the track at the same time. We're all with the starlets thing at the same time. I, I don't know. Wow. I think that um, if you listen to it with the sound, you're much more entertained because you hear all these accents and the things they say to each other. It is kind of funny a lot of the times. And uh, just to be around those, uh, that culture is pretty, you know, everyone's, it's all about class and, right. you know, there's innuendo all over the place, but they'll never say it, you know. Yeah. Oh uh, well. Yeah. And uh, but it was. Uh, 
I agree. So it was fun. I mean, it's fun to see those actors, and I'm sure uh, I'll enjoy seeing them in other locations. Some of them I recognize, some of them I didn't. Terry Thomas, of course, was kind of fun in this. But it just kind of it was a little bit short. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, next week we are going to uh, go back to uh, more common ground here in the United States and watch an American movie about real men. It's called Real Men from 1987. It stars... Uh, the late John Ritter and the currently alive James Belushi, uh, back from 1987. I have a trailer from the Action Master. I don't know if my sound is going to be worth it for the show, but I was going to play it. So if you guys go type in Real Men 1987 and you see the Action Master's posting of the Real Men trailer, I was going to play it in a couple of seconds. Okay. All right. The action master. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Who is he? <laughs> this is going to be horrible, but we do find ourselves laughing. I know. Well, it's it's uh, John Ritter and uh, James Belushi from the eighties. Well, that was a little too close. Oh, look at those clowns! <laughs> you guys can't act. Look at these clowns. Who brought these clowns on the set? This is a joke. Oh, S and M dungeon. Oh, right, this uh, trailer has the uh, box of the video cassette because it was never was theatrically released. That is from 1987. Next week's movie will be Real Men with the real men, John Ritter and James Belushi. Carl, thank you so much for... Uh, uh, hosting and 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 uh, researching and, and just kicking ass on this movie. Uh, may I never see it again, but I definitely enjoyed talking it, uh, about it. And audience, we want hope you enjoyed the show too. Uh, just spread the word. Just you know, we'd love for you just to sign up for our podcast, L W A F L M O Y T. Uh, we would love for you to just get involved and, and check out Mutiny Radio. They even have live comedy shows if you're in the Bay Area, if you're in the Mission District, you can walk over there. Uh, we love Mini Radio and we do love you guys, and we'll see you next week. I'm 
Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Your host. You uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Spiegelman. Right, I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to live. Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Carl, test, test. Carl, Carl, test, test. You're all buzzy. I gotta call back. Let's watch it. Joe's the Carl. Not duh, like duh. Oh, that's funny. It's duh, like French, so it's jokes de Carl. Follow me now. With Michael Spiegelman. Hello, it's 6 o'clock, and it's time for the Joke Workshop at Mutiny Radio. 
Say hello, everybody. Say hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Yay. Uh, because we have a small list, we're going to have everyone get five minutes. At four minutes, you'll hear this. I'll try to do it on a punchline, like Pam does. Oh, I'm Lauren Kraut. I'm your host for this evening. Woo! Woo! Yay, me! And on the board, over here, please give a warm welcome to Scotto on the board, doing the ones and, ones and twos. Yay! Okay, we have a good lineup tonight. Everybody give a warm welcome for Newman Shake, number one comedian coming up for the stage. Yay! Come on, give a warm welcome. Thanks, guys. Happy Monday. A um, little bit about me. Uh, I don't have a lot of Indian friends because uh, I like to feel special about myself. But uh, me and my token Indian friend, we were talking recently, and he was like, Newman, I want to get in touch with Indian culture. And I was like, yeah, man, you should go for it. And uh, the next time I met him, he had an Indian accent, which he didn't have before. That was new. And I don't know, man, I feel like having the Indian accent to be part of it, part of Indian culture is like sexually harassing women to be part of Italian culture. Like, that's not how that works, you know? And so I asked him, like, why he was talking like that. And uh, he said he was starting a yoga class to seem authentic to white people. And I was like, that's just great marketing right there. Like, I'll be honest, if this entire audience was white right now, I'd be doing an Indian accent. Like, right now, it'd be very different. Yeah, no. another thing about Indian people is, like, we're not seen as, like, traditionally attractive in, like, media. And I think that's really unfair. Because I was talking to, like, one of my gay friends recently. And he was like, Newman, I really like hairy men. And I was like, you'll love my uncles. You know, like, that's... Yeah, um, my friend's girlfriend died recently. And I wanted to comfort him. But, like, all I could come up with was, like, hey, man, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah, he didn't like that. Um, I feel like astrology is getting out of hand right now. Like, my friend, she got a DUI recently. And her excuse was, I'm just an Aries. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're an alcoholic, Jan. I don't know what sign that is, but it's not a good one. Like, I feel like we're getting to a point where, like, astrology is going to be, like, a legal defense. Like, there will be lawyers in court. Like, you know what? My client did kill eight people. Because that's just what happens when you're a fire sign. Mercury's in retrograde. It's just what happens. Um, I don't think I can, like, really share things with my parents anymore. Like, I can't call my mom and be like, you know what, I had a spoonful of peanut butter for lunch today. Because I spent too much money on Molly. Like, that's where my life is right now. Um, They're getting rid of abortion. And that sucks. And I think if they are going to get rid of abortion, I think they should also get rid of child labor laws. Like, if they're going to force a woman to have a kid, I think she should get her money's worth. You know what I mean? Like, put that mistake in the factory where it belongs. Um, yeah. Um, I'm part of Gen Z, but I think Gen Z and millennials are pretty much the same. You know, like, we're really progressive and, like, really poor. I think the only difference between, like, Gen Z and Millennials, I feel like Millennials grew up dreaming about buying a house, only to be really disappointed, and then I grew up being like, wow, I really want a dishwasher, you know, that would be a nice thing to have. 
Um, I feel like the Apple screen time feature, that's a weird feature on your phone because that's a feature that makes you feel bad about using the product too much. Like no other company can get away with that. Like McDonald's can't have a thing where they're like, if you come here more than three times a week, we're going to call you a fat fuck. You know, that's not something they can do. Um, I got a girlfriend recently. And yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm learning a lot from her, mostly because she's in her 60s. Like, I'm learning so much about arthritis in the Vietnam War. It's great. Yeah, no, I think, no, that's a good thing. Like, I think we complete each other in a way. Like, I bring, like, energy and youth, and she brings money. So that's really nice. But I don't think this relationship's going to be long-term, though, mostly because I don't think she's going to last long-term. And also, like, she wants me to choke her in bed, and I'm not a strong person, but neither are, like, old women next, you know, so it's, it's weird. Okay. All right, I think that's all I have to try today. Give it up for your host, guys. Yay, Newman. I forgot to say before that we uh, can give feedback if anybody wants it, and after the jokes. Uh, Newman, did you want feedback? Yeah? Anybody have anything to say? You can go up to the microphone. I had one too, Newman. Um, on a couple of the ones that you said with my uncles, um, you, there's an opportunity for you to get more um, fun out of it. Get more specific with it, like Uncle Harry is Harry, or you know, <laughs> like that. Just um, go on with it, and also with the, I wanted to say do more with the share with parents of the things that you share with them or don't want to share with them. And I love the fat fuck line in the '60s with the with the lady. That was great. Anybody else have any comments? Yes, go ahead. Come up to the mic, please. There's a standing mic. I thought you were very funny. I wanted to hear you do an impression of your friend doing a fake Indian accent. I thought that would be nice. <laughs> and then, I, uh, like Lauren said, like you do a really good job. You have good jokes and you have clean delivery. But if you expand into those a little bit more, those are just a little bit of like more examples to just really where people can't breathe because those are really good starters and then if you just keep going and going and going and hitting and hitting and hitting it so what lauren said exactly i'm just uh backing it up and i'll use exactly what i say and i need to have a microphone and i'm really learning so thank you very much all right thanks very much give it up for newman yay your next comedian coming to the stage please give it up for charlie moore is the mic working? There we go. Hell yeah. I've never figured out how to get this, and when I pull it off the stand, it usually breaks. So, what's up? Uh, born and raised in San Francisco. San Francisco is a very white city. San Francisco is so white that growing up, all of my black friends were Indian. Uh. Yeah. 
My nickname in high school was Monica, which is what it sounds like when Indian kids say, my nigga. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I fell in love with a girl from a yearbook earlier this afternoon. I was digging through the atlas, and I found this yearbook, and I see this girl, and she is gorgeous. And it broke my heart when I realized that she and I would never 69, because this was the class of 69. Yeah. I was so in love with her. I started trying to find everything I could find about her. I looked for her Instagram, no Instagram. Looked for her Facebook, no Facebook. The only place I could find this girl's profile was the local obituary. And that was sad. Very sad. All right, stick to Indian jokes. Got it. <laughs> um, I was reading this article earlier. This guy got sentenced to five years in prison and had to register as a sex offender for streaking at the World Series. I think that's ridiculous, right? Like five years in prison for streaking at the Little League World Series? That is ridiculous, right? Like, I don't know, I'm Gen Z. I've been watching porn since I was nine years old. The only thing that old man is giving those kids is realistic expectations. That's all he's doing. Uh, I played Division Three basketball. There's three levels to college basketball, for those of you who don't know. There's Division One, which is sponsored by Gatorade. Division Two, which is sponsored by Powerade. And Division Three, which is sponsored by Financial Aid. I love it. But I don't know. Sometimes I'm salty. Like, the only reason I'm not playing Division I basketball with my height and size is because I refused to listen to my racist swimming coach when he told me to quit swimming. That finally worked. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just annoying to me. We actually, we did play against the Division I team. And to be honest, it was a fun game. We're pretty good. Like, we only lost by 17 points. We played the University of Vermont women's team. But that... Yeah, like Division Three is the only level of college basketball where at halftime the players work the concession stand. Yeah. Uh, I like to date girls who had shitty ex-boyfriends before me because when I treat them like the queen they are, they act like a once-broke rapper that just moved into a mansion. It's like an episode of MTV Cribs. She's like, hey, girl, remember blah, 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 I forget. Yeah, I don't know. She's always, they're always flexing their stuff. They're like, hey, hey. Check the neck. Check the neck. Bruise free. <laughs> I'm a good guy. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I think one of the cool things about growing up is we learned to be proud of the things we were insecure about as kids. Like me, I was always ashamed of being like the whitest black guy ever. And it's not like I was ever ashamed of my white half or anything, white power. It's just that, it's just that as I've gotten older, I don't know. I've realized that when cartoons need a white character to say the N-word, I can be that guy who does it. That's all it is. Um, I think I'm finally over my ex-girlfriend at this point. Yeah, I think I'm finally over her, and I'm pretty cool. Like, I didn't even smile back at her when she smiled at me in my dream last night. <laughs> I didn't. Like, I don't know. Did I arrange a threesome with one girl who kind of looked like her and another girl who had the same name as her just so I could appropriately say her name during sex? No. That'd be weird, right? Like, I haven't even thought about her in three months. We haven't even talked in three months. 29 days. I think it was like three hours and nine seconds last time I checked. Uh, no, like, it's been a very long time since her funeral, to be quite honest. So, some of these jokes are just sad and not true. Uh, what do I want to try? Uh, I was a weird kid growing up. Uh, I think I'm still growing up, but one of the things that helped me is I took this online douchebag course that taught me that the easiest way to seem cool is just to do things to the side. 
For instance, I want to seem cool to you guys. I'll take my head to the side, take my mouth to the side, lean to the side, and start talking out of my ass. That's all I'll do. All right, that one sucked. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. <laughs> Charlie Moore, everybody. Yay. Anybody, ha did you have anyone get feedback? Anybody have any feedback? <laughs> There's Mark. Mic check, one, two. Hello. Hello, hello. Okay, so I like that you went back with the, um, the dead chick. That was good. <laughs> And I think that it, though, this is going to sound douchey because I didn't take the same course you did, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel that there was really a punchline with the, um, her being in the obituary. I, I understand that is kind of funny and, and inherently, but then you, you kind of like go into the fact that like now you're a necrophiliac, right? Yeah. Or at least now that you, now you maybe you feel like one, even if, even if you don't go with the necrophiliac thing, I still think that there's, there's more to that that you can, you can add. Um, to the beginning of it, and then the fact that you bring it back at the end is really cool. So it's like I, I think that joke is funny. Yeah. It has legs, and Sweet. then I think you should expand on the um, the Monica. Mm -hmm. I'd make sure I really said that white and not Indian. The the the, the uh, that that joke, and being expand on being an SF native because there's not a lot of them in comedy, especially you know at this point in, in stage of the game. So mm -hmm. overall, it's great, dude. You're awesome. Thanks. Anybody else have any comments? Oh, my notes were about the Little League joke. Um, I like it when you specifically harp in on someone to tell you whether it's fair or unfair because yeah. it kind of puts them in a position where then you're like, ah, Little League World Series. And also, I lost Little League, the actual wording, a little bit just because it was so fast and to the side. So still enunciate it, but, but make it obvious. Yeah. Yep. Anybody else have any comments? Ooh. No? Okay. Thanks very much. Charlie Moore, everybody. Yay. Your next comic coming to the stage, please give a warm welcome, everybody, to Katema Casilva. Yay. Four more years. Four more years. What's up, y'all? How's everybody doing? Cool, man. I like it. <laughs> yeah, we're all high as fuck right now. Uh, give it up for all the comics, especially me. We're trying some new material. We've got to be brave to come up here with some new material. Uh, this is a new bit that I'm working on. You know, men, we run the world, let's be honest. We got banks, Chase Bank, Wells Fargo, Bank of America. That's some manly fucking shit. I think women should have their own banks. And I, I'm coming up with the name, but what do you think of these names? The Yes Bank. The Queen's Bank, right? Also, like, if you got a checking account or a saving account, it's not going to be called checking or saving account. It's going to be called tight pussy account. Okay, that didn't work. See? Uh, here's my impression of the devil laughing. <laughs> I don't like bubble baths. I just, I, I just don't like bubble baths. And there's a story behind it because uh, I was seven years old and I was taking a bubble bath, right? I had the bubbles. I had, like, like street sharks, yeah, right, I'm having a good time, I'm seven years old, my mom kicks the door, and she throws up, right, my mom's an alcoholic, there's fucking red wine on my fucking face while I'm taking a bubble bath, I'm like, ah, right, and my mom's an alcoholic, and I, like, she overcame it, which is good, you know, let's give it up for my mom not drinking anymore, it's good, but uh, she was really bad, especially on my birthday, I like chocolate cake, 
My mom didn't give me a chocolate cake for my birthday. She got me rum cake instead, right? And she also misspelled my name. I was like, what the fuck, mom? Like, that's not cool. Okay. Work? That's awesome. Okay. I thought that was going to be the hitter. Okay. Uh, I was in Tijuana, and I, I went to a bar. I went to a couple strip clubs. You know, that's what I like to do for fun. And uh, there was a Mexican cartel guy sitting right next to me, right? And uh, we were cool. We had both Bandello, Negro. You know, we had a good time. And we're smoking, chilling. And uh, he started talking about religion. I was like, oh, that's cool. Whatever you want to believe in, man, that's cool. Uh, but, you know, I believe women should have their own rights. And he, he looked at me. He's like, oh, I, I agree. But I don't, I, I don't think women should get an abortion. I was like, dude, you're a fucking cartel gangster. What the fuck are you talking about? You kill people for fun. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, cartel. Uh, let's try a little bit of crowd work. What are three things that you would sell at a pawn shop? Anybody? A watch, guitar, a phone, pussy. That's Tijuana, but okay, that's close enough. Uh, I don't like when people say, "Oh, I manifest." And everything's gonna work out. I'm a manifest brain power. <sighs> I'm gonna start manifesting the, those people who keep saying that shit to me. Just get the fuck away from me. Like I like positive energy, but get the fuck away from me. Like take that shit somewhere else. Also, like here's another thing about myself. I don't like. I don't like getting compliments. I hate compliments. I just don't. And like when women give me compliments, like hey handsome, in my mind I'm like, what the fuck do you want, bitch? Like I'm not buying you a drink. Leave me alone. Like that's like I'm like leave me alone. Bye. But you know who gives the best compliments? Gay black men. I was in Oakland, and this this African man was like, "Hey, hey, Tarzan." I was like, "Oh my God, me? You're talking about me? Oh shit, thanks." <laughs> Ooh, hey, hey, stop touching me. <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that kind of worked. Cartel. Oh, this is okay. Where can you find a gay assassin? In the closet. No, sorry, I had to. I had to. <laughs> These are all high jokes, so you know. I was kidnapped once. It was, it's, it was scary, but they were nice. You know, they had like Sega. They got Capri Sun and shit, and they had the ransom letter. And I, I snuck out and looked at the ransom letter. And I looked at the guy. I was like, "Hey, man, uh, you, you misspelled my name. It's actually C U, not Q U." <laughs> He's like, "Shut the fuck up." I'm like, "Oh, okay, no, no with that. Thank you." <laughs> mm. Queens Banks, what's okay with that? I don't want people to say. I th I think I'm pretty. Oh, yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty good. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, hey, please critique you. me so I can get better. Don't be a wuss. Be honest. Go ahead, Charlie. Hey, anybody have feedback, Mark? Yeah, I got something just real quick. Uh, you said Yas Bank. Yeah. Queens uh, Bank. Queens Bank, and then yeah, you should. I think you should uh, Yas Queen. Oh, yeah, uh, so that is the group of three, right? Oh. But God bless. It was great. You're amazing. I love you. Okay. Yes. Bang. Charlie. It's abortions is a really funny premise. And I think there's a joke to be made about how, like, he would rather women keep the baby so he can blow them up in the hospital <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Okay. Blow up the babies. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay, so, so wait 20 years. Wait 20 years for the baby. <laughs> A anybody else, please, please, please. The bubble bath and your mom, there was something there with the chocolate cake and the rum cake. I don't know. I thought you could develop it and explore it more because it was a very interesting story. Do you want me to, like, sell it, like, 
you gotta smell that chocolate cake. Yeah, you know, like the, 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 what do you mean? Like try to like. Well, I don't know. Maybe there's a there's a joke between about it being in not chocolate but rum, mm-hmm. and how that affected you. Oh. Oh, a rum oh yeah, there you go. A rum bottle in the cup. Anybody else? Please, please help me out. Rum. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, you so. I was thinking more like, okay, like I said, oh, what, here's my impression of the devil laughing, <laughs> right? And then I do another bit, blah, 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 blah. And then I go to the side, <laughs> like, well, I, I don't know. But I like what you're doing, like, instead of, Mah, I could do some, <laughs> I got to write more devil jokes, but you inspire me. I'll write more, you know, uh, Hell Satan. I don't know, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody else? Please, please. Anyone be else? Be mean. No. I don't care. You can say I'm fat. I don't care. Just tell me what. Okay, you no. guys. Are All right. Such a San Francisco crowd. All right, I <laughs> love it. All right, y'all. My name is Guatemala. Peace. Thank you. Yay, Guatemala. Yay. Next comedian coming to the stage. Please give a warm welcome to Siobhan Nadan. Did I say that? Hi guys. I'm going to be telling a lot of jokes today. Sorry, I try to do my Indian accent. How y'all got doing? You know, on the way here, um, this homeless guy tried to stop me. I was like, what's up, man? He's like, yo, you got some toilet paper? So I just gave him a dollar bill, because obviously I didn't have toilet paper on me. And then he got really upset, you know? Like, I asked for toilet paper. And then he just wiped his ass with, you know, the dollar bill. And then I was really high. I thought to myself, man, I was like, man, why are humans the only species that require toilet paper? Right? How nervous do we get after taking a fat-ass shit and then finding out there's no toilet paper? Fucked up. My girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend now, left me because she said I couldn't afford toilet paper. Not because I couldn't afford it, ladies and gentlemen. I just didn't have it at the time. And things got a little shitty. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, another thing, man, I saw this homeless guy uh, holding up a sign. He's like, please help me out, you know, collecting money for a sex change. I was like, damn, man, this would be a perfect time to bring back Pimp My Ride, right? But instead of pimping rides, the exhibit be like, hey, I'm, I'm exhibit, and I'm here to pimp your gender. <laughs> <laughs> you know, safety first, man. Maybe inside that car. I don't know if you guys remember Pimp My Ride. You know, they choose an individual that's struggling with his car. They pimp his ride. So, yeah, I'm saying, you know, a person who's in need for a sex change. Damn, it's just, I'm just butchering the shit out of this. But they be in the conference room like, yeah, man, you know, I heard that he, uh, he's done uh, with his dick, so we're going to hook him up with a new pussy. 
kidding. Um, what else do I want? I got an uncle. I got an uncle who smokes crack. He's open about it too, man. Everybody knows who he smokes crack. He's proud, you know. His mom knows. My grandmother knows. But he's a closet homosexual. Doesn't you know? Doesn't make sense because he's told us about how he had to suck dick for crack. <laughs> Funny thing is, he's always had money. <laughs> So either he's <laughs> either he's really stingy, <laughs> he must really like dick. Uh, I remember the first time we found out, or at least you know he we found out he was gay. Um, so this is what happened, you know. Um, I watched porn for the first time when I was like ten years old, straight porn. You know, it was my dad's collection. I snuck in and I watched. Uh, I watched it, and then the next day I went to my cousins and I tried telling them. I was like, "Yo, man, have you ever seen porn?" He's like, nah. I was like, man, I'm pretty sure your dad's, you know, got a collection. He's like, oh, bro, say less. So, the, you know, the week after, I see my cousin. I was like, hey, man, did you happen to find a collection? He's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I was like, what happened, man? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what happened, dog? He's like, yeah, I watched it. I was like, and? He's like, it was two dudes. <laughs> like, that's fucked up. One of them was my dad. <laughs> terrible he used to do crackhead things too man um i remember he was my uh my nine-year-old's birthday you know my 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 nephew's birthday party and uh he was pout you know we were me and my cousins we were smoking weed in the back and he was just pouting around and i was like hey uncle what the fuck is wrong with you and he was like look at you guys just smoking weed i bet you if i pulled out my crack pipe everybody would start tripping i'm like i'm like no shit man it's a nine-year-old's birthday party. What the fuck do you think was going to happen? Um, that's my uncle. Um, damn, yeah, man. Uh, that's all I have. Yay, Siobhan. Yay. I love the feedbacks. I would love you guys' feedbacks. Anybody have any feedback? You're hella funny, and I love you. I don't have any critiques. You're just really, you're really comfortable on stage, and uh, just keep writing. You're awesome. Thank you, man. Thank you. I'm gonna tell you the truth. No, the 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 pimp pimp my gender. I think you gotta be more like animated with it. Like, so let, let pretend you're a guy. Like, hey, I'm Chris, and I'm DMX. I came to pimp out Chris, and he turns around. He's like, you could spin. You could be more animated too. Like, DMX is on the left. I mean, Exhibit's on the left side, and the transgender person's right, on the right, right side. Right. And you know. Hey, Chris got big titties now. What do you think, guys? And also has like fucking lava lamps. Like I don't know something like pimp it out. Like yeah, how do you yeah, pimp yeah. out the body? This has a fucking you could charge your tit. You could charge your phone on on his fucking dick now. I don't know. Like pimp it out. Like pimp out the body. Thank but you. There's bro. an ashtray in his ass. I don't know. Some something weird. <laughs> I don't. I, right, I don't know. Right. Uh, right. What else? Uh, can you name an exhibit song too? Like. Come on, I don't know. I'm just asking. Like, does anybody know an exhibit song? Really? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 X. Oh, oh fuck. Well, maybe some people don't know. I don't. I forgot. Multiply. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Oh shit. Oh uh, yeah, man. <laughs> You're old. I don't know. About okay. <laughs> and then uh, what else? What else? Uh, I love you. Uh, what else? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, what else? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. That was hot. Exhibit. 
Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, your uncle's uh, crackhead. Like, I don't know. Like, did you ever like find his crack pipe in the bathroom or something? I don't know. Like, something there. Like, you see him suck dig in the corner. Like, hey, what the fuck, Eddie? Like, hey, sorry, kid. You know. I don't know. Has he ever stole anything from you? I don't know. It's probably personal, but you don't have to. You no, can no, no. you, 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 yeah, you can make it up to like Thank he stole you. my niece's fucking uh, fucking PlayStation, whatever. Right. Yeah, um, that birthday party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, is there like gluten free crack or something? Or <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's all I got for all right. Thank now. you, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Right on. All right. Give it up for Giovanni then. Yay. <laughs> And your next comedian, is he, here he is, right here. Go into the stage, please warm welcome, Mark Neuer. Dude, he caught it. Make it loud for Spencer, ladies and gentlemen. This microphone is really loud. How are we feeling? Are we feeling better? Is it, it's, uh, I'm, uh, maybe I'm just too close. How are we doing? Okay. I just want to make sure I'm not fucking their faces with my voice too hard. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, you're telling me, man. We took Pet My Ride way w- uh, w- uh, for granted way too much. We really did. I did. I remember watching it as a kid, and I was like, I'm going to get a fucked up car when I get older. <laughs> and Exhibit's going to come f- fucking fix it for me. <laughs> He's going to put a Xbox, you know, Xbox original in there. Right when you get in, just, oh, it's the Halo theme song. Great. We took it for granted. I think we took uh, To Catch a Predator for granted, too, to be honest. I think we did. You know, that show ended um, because, like, a a sitting Congress mayor, maybe a governor got caught on that show, and he killed himself and they got it like um, like other than the bullet going through his head they got it all on video like they the raid the sound of the gunshot going off the whole deal and i feel like isn't that the goal of the show though that should have been the overall like that should have been written into the script i think what it was was it was actually an epstein guy and it was either himself or you know, the Clintons were going to do it or whoever, you know, Epstein himself would have done it. He would have got caught because I bet he would have squealed right there on national television. You know, like I'll give names. I'll start giving names right now. Fuck it. You're wondering what's wrong with my hand. Um, that That's um, that's a symptom of being a white male. See my hand? It's, uh, it's I, had, I had a Kyle moment. Um beat up a wall well the wall beat me up it was a mutual it was mutual you should see the other guy you know the wall and after my outburst i uh i got real drunk and i cried and i looked at my hand and i cried more and i was like fuck christmas fuck christmas and i went online i went online well, I'm drinking my monster, and uh, that's a that's a white guy Kyle reference, right? A, a guy, white guy named Kyle that drinks monsters and has a tattoo of a Halo video game on his arm, like I do. Punches the wall and 
I'm in the pocket, baby. I am the pocket. Um, pocket pussy. Just fuck me. I went online. I go went on BetterHelp.com and I and I signed myself up. I took the little questionnaire and asked you all these kind of crazy questions. It said, "You, what kind of therapist would you prefer? A male, a female, a non-binary, a, a person of color, a queer, trans, LGBTQ proponent." Uh, th- and, I, and I was like, I don't know. I clicked all of them, right? And then it told me that it was going to give me one, like it would, it would give me one that would, a, a therapist that checked all of those boxes. I was like, that's not really what I want, though. Then I went to the next page, and that's where it told me it would be $250 a month. And I went right back to OnlyFans. There's, I don't, I don't need, I don't need it that bad. 30 bucks a month on OnlyFans. Plus, it's pay-per-message. You're looking at, like, maybe 130 a month. <laughs> right on a punchline. Good. The horn can laugh. Fuck all of you. I don't care. Can't wait to die. Venmo me. I will sell this jacket right now and go home. <laughs> Wet and cold. I'll do it, too. I will do it. All right. Thank you. Come on, you can give me everybody. feedback. Uh, any comments? Comments? Are you coming to the stage? No? Okay, I have a comment. Um, when you said to catch a predator written into the script, I love that. And I thought bonus points for and then give a list of different things that we can get for bonus points right. when the guy shoots himself. Because that you're right, that is the ultimate thing that they want to do. They, they don't want to just catch him, they want to en- put an end to him, and he's right. doing it himself. So, But it's it's sick, but it <laughs> it's, it's, a gri- it's very funny. Yeah, the goal should be for them to die. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it just... Well, because they're fucking kids. You know what the show is, right? I'm not... Talking to like some like yeah. super young audience, the, the people fuck kids, okay? They get off it's to it, they think predator. about it. It's to kill They're the predators, predator. right? right. They're, they're the bad guys. Yeah. Fucking no, kill them. I em. get it. I you get kill them. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. I thought it was fucking funny. It you is know, funny. that's why I just it have sadistic funny. thoughts, though. I want to hurt people. I got <laughs> problems. Too soon. <laughs> and I also love the therapist joke. Thank I thought you. that was great. That's real. I d- I, that just happened last night. God yeah. bless. Thank what, God. What did you say that you go back to holding hands? Is that what you said? When you oh, no. It's uh, OnlyFans. Only it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cam girl. It's like a porn. It's like amateur porn. It's these chicks online. There's more to this. Than, like, you know, like I could find the best therapist on OnlyFans, you know. Oh, okay. So we yeah, they're just, I they're, they're you know, and I love them, but they're whores, right? I love whores, and th- that's what they are, and they're great for me. Okay. It's just, I, c- I could... <laughs> No, I love whores. There's nothing I wrong. With hear it. I, I like you said holding hands. I really enjoy holding hands. Doesn't do it for no, me. No, no, that wouldn't do it. I uh, I, lo- I love whores. There's nothing wrong with I, someone's got to love them, and I'm I'm that guy. So what's wrong with that? You're welcome. Mark Neuer is that guy. Um, Give it up for Mark Neuer, everybody! Yay! <laughs> Your next comedian is new to the room, I think. Haley Klarfeld. Please give it up, Haley. <laughs> Hey, how's it going? 
What a space. What a space we've found ourselves in. On the stage. Wow. 